Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So we're covering the story, of course, from all sorts of angles, and uh, we wanted to get another perspective. Rabbi David Lappin, he's a Talmudic scholar, a speaker, columnist, and author, and a CEO of Lappin International. We wanted to get his perspective of the ceasefire, of the war, and uh, the current situation. A very, very good morning to you. Uh, thanks for joining us. How are you? Hi, Howard. Well, thank you. How are you doing? I am well. It's uh, it's uh, very difficult to answer that question at the moment, but uh, I think that's the complexity of the times that we are living in. We wanted to get your your take. You've, uh, of course, uh, have lived in South Africa. You are very connected to what's happening in Israel. Uh, give us a perspective that uh, on 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 what is currently going on. So, Howard, a lot of people have spoken about the fact that this is so different from anything else that we've had before and that this is an, ex- an existential struggle for our existence as a, as a people in Eretz Israel, in the land of Israel. Uh, and that, that's clearly so. Living in Israel as I do, we, we experience that every moment of every day. Um, but, but I'm not a military expert or a politician, so I can't speak authoritatively on those aspects of the war. Although it seems that everybody I speak to is an expert. <laughs> well, we've gone, we were, yeah, we were on COVID, we went, we moved over to Ukraine, and now we're military yes, experts. Exactly, right. exactly, but I, I don't claim to be an expert in that. But what's really, and, and the Israeli army and, and the diplomats will take care of those areas. Uh, what's really on people's minds, though, is the meaning of it. Why is this happening to us and what are we meant to do in response? Um, not all of us can fight on the front lines. Not all of us have the financial capacity to support uh, the effort economically. Just what do you and I do? As what is our people? job? Mm. What's our job? How do we relate to this? How do we feel part of this? How do we make a difference? How do we make a contribution? And I think for that, we've got to answer the real existential questions. We've got to answer the meaning questions of why is this happening and, and, and what, is, what does Hashem want from us? What does God want from us? Because if we don't take a look at it through a spiritual lens, um, in addition to obviously we have to look at it through a military and a diplomatic mm, lens, mm. but if we don't also look at, look at it through a, a spiritual lens, there's no way we can gain understanding as to the meaning. Um, and, and if we look at, at our existence in, in Israel, it's been a partnership between a nation committed with Masirat Nefesh, willing to give its life, uh, both individually and, and as a nation, to fight for Israel. Uh, and amazing miracles, just a history, a, a miraculous history of miracles, some of them big and obvious, mm-hmm. some of them daily, less obvious. Um, and over last year, I believe we abdicated our rights to Israel, our spiritual rights, our moral rights to Israel. When we turned on one another, uh, when we started talking of civil war, when we started talking of people deserting the army, when we started talking of people removing investments and emigrating from Israel, that kind of talk we haven't had in the in, in the 75 years of Israel's existence. Um, and last year we started that kind of conversation. And with that conversation, we terminated our rights to Israel, uh, so to say. Our moral, mm-hmm. What right do we have to Israel if we're not one nation? If we're yeah, it's so interesting nation, because it did become clear through the so-called um, the judicial reform crisis that that it really was never about that. And it was about uh, religious, non-religious. It was about about the soul of Israel and and understanding who we actually are uh, as a nation and uh, and as a people and as a country and there, there, there's little doubt that that 
somewhere along the line, uh, it's terrible to say that we needed to be reminded because that sounds like it's a, a direct punishment. I don't mean it in that way, but we, there was a reminder that we received. Uh, totally, and it's legitimate to talk here. I have a debate about the identity of Israel. Are we primarily democratic or primarily Jewish? That debate is okay, but going at each other's throats and undermining each other's per personally is something that, that, that we that, that should never have allowed ourselves to get to. And I don't see it as punishment, Howard. I, I see it as, and I mentioned it in a, in a recent uh, video, um, I see it as training, that, that Hashem is giving us training in, in that area. You know, whether running a marathon is training mm -hmm. or, or punishment depends on who you are. For me, it's punishment. Uh, for an athlete, it's training. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. And, and so whether something is suffering or training depends on your perspective. And this we must look at as training. We, we, Hashem saw that we needed training in how to use Israel, in how to have a, the rights of ownership to Israel, that we need to establish our unity. So we as individuals, what we can do, um, obviously our great acts of kindness and chesed, which people are doing, but also tefillah. And, and the Jewish approach to tefillah is we don't pray for ourselves. As, as you and our listeners know, our, yeah. the daily Jewish prayers, we don't pray for ourselves, we pray for the community, we pray for everybody and ourselves included. The essence of tefillah, the essence of prayer is caring for the other. And and we've got to reverse what we did last year. For last last year, we attacked one another. Uh, we yeah, because it was all about another. my rights and my um, ability to do whatever it was on, on on either side of the fence. No matter whether I was, I needed exactly. to put up a mechitza or take one down, a separation of men and women uh, in, in prayer. Uh, they, they, it was about my own need. It wasn't about somebody else's. So what you're saying here Perfect. is we need to go back to where we we're worrying about somebody else, not not ourselves in this and, and in fact we have done that because to, to a some extent to a very large extent when we look at I mean I, I find it hard to look at my social media uh, even though I'm very active on it but when I see these young faces of beautiful young young uh, men and women who have lost their lives in their uh, they haven't even reached their prime yet it, it's 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 all about other it's not about ourselves um, but uh, so we have been reminded of that T totally. And, and one's concerned, of course, now is there's a renewal of, of starting to get polit political and starting to attack again, and, mm, and, mm. and that causes a worry. And the whole event has, has tracked the parashiyot, the, the, the weekly the, the Torah portions. Uh, it started on Simchat Torah, the end of something and the beginning of something new. And mm. October the 7th was the end of something and the beginning of something new. And, and we need to build that something new. We need to acknowledge that something new, not try and get back to where we were before October the 7th, because that was disastrous. Um, and, and the parashiot that we're talking about at the moment is the redemption from Egypt was through a man like Moshe who cared only about the other, who, who got involved and engaged when the other was being treated badly, who wanted to go and see how his brothers were doing, who worried about the pain of, of, of his brothers, a man with, without personal ego and personal ambition, didn't want the job in, mm. in the first place, mm. the opposite of a politician. We need that type of leadership. We need that type of person. And each of us in our own way can firstly give a message to the politicians and to the media that we won't tolerate a reversion to that disgusting period of, of 2023 uh, in Israeli politics and media. And we yeah. want something different and we demand and expect and we're entitled to something different. 
So it's it's interesting. I wrote an article um, a, a few months ago, uh, and uh, it, it was a thought that I, that I'd read was from Jonathan Sachs, where he speaks about uh, Jacob Yaakov, who who was holding on to to Asav's heel, Esau's heel. He wanted to almost be him, uh, taking the the blessing, etc. He spent his whole life almost not really understanding his own identity until he has this mysterious battle with the angel and and it's very very painful he's wounded he's hurt but at the end of it he's successful and he merges with his own name and that's Israel and and to, to me that was uh, that resonated quite strongly because there was this feeling for me that we had lost our identity somewhere along the line. We were trying to be what everybody else was in the world, but not really understanding who we as the children of Israel were. We had lost our Israel. And October the 7th was our the beginning of that battle with this mysterious force. But uh, until we emerged, from that, knowing who we really are, not trying to be the other, the, the, the twin or, 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 or the rest of the world, until we actually understand our own identity, uh, we, we're going to continue suffering. And, and to me, that it's, it's very much what you're saying uh, about recognizing who we are that we need to care for each other, that it isn't about us, uh, me, it's about uh, us as a community, and uh, it's it's vital that we hold on to that. How do we hold on to it? Uh, Yeah, I think that's the area that that, um, ordinary people can play a part in, certainly a a public person such as yourself, um, anybody who has the ability to influence others. Uh, Again, to make it clear that we don't want to go back to what was before. Um, that, that, we, that we want to debate issues, we want to discuss issues, we understand each other's concerns and fears about the identity of, of Israel. But, but we can have those conversations without hating each other. We can care for one another and love one another as we see it at, at the moment. Um, and, and, and in our prayers, each of us in our prayers, to be praying for the other, to be praying for the people who are different from you. Mm-hmm. If you're on the left, you can pray for the people on the right. That's a good exercise. If you're on the right, you can pray for people on the left. If you're orthodox and religious, you can pray for for people who are secular and vice versa. We can all exercise that muscle of caring for the person who's different from you. Uh, If we all do a little more of that, we're going to find a coming together that will reassert our our moral rights to Israel and bring back God's protection and, and the miracles that we need in order to sustain ourselves there. Rabbi David Lappin, he's a Talmudic scholar, he's a speaker, columnist, author, CEO of Lappin International, giving us his perspective.